It's pronounced Nate D. Gad. Nate the dead gags. Nickety dag. Nate Dijad? It's pronounced Nate Diggity. And here's your host, Nate Dijad. Welcome to an all new episode of It's Pronounced Nate Diggity. <laughs> I'm your host, Nate Diggity. And if you hear a little bell in the background, that is a cat toy being played with. <laughs> so don't worry about that. Uh, yeah, it has been a long time. We're just going to start every episode with that, even if it hasn't been a long time. Hey, it's been a while. It's been a long time. <laughs> it probably will be. Well, no, I'm gonna, I'm changing that. This will be the first episode where it'll actually not be a long time every time. Hopefully, <laughs> like I already have plans for an episode here in the next couple of days, even. So, um, today's uh, Sunday. What day is today? December seventeenth. So yeah, it's been well over a month since my last episode. Lots happened, obviously. <laughs> uh, oh, I guess it's not too obvious, right? Uh, the first of this month was my last day working for AT and T. I got stuck in one of the surpluses you know life happens it's all good um but that is gonna make me want to actually get more involved with the pod and do a lot more with the pod i already have some ideas going into 2024 because obviously 2023 is almost over and not a whole lot i can do but like i said i do have an episode idea for the next in the next couple days um, because I will be driving up to Arkansas to see the family for Christmas. So I'm going to try and get another episode out this coming week. And I think it's going to be a good one. Um, I have a feeling you can probably guess what it's about because of the month. And if you can't, it's Christmas related. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's that should be coming this coming week. Um, I do need to grab another mic cable though because I am going to try and get somebody to join me on the episode um so that'll be it'll be i think it'll be a pretty fun pretty fun little episode so look forward to that in the next couple days but that's later this is today let's get a new episode recorded right right (laughs) uh yeah so a lot has happened um back in mid-november actually um san diego comic-con tickets went on sale um this was for general everybody not just the people that had gone previously um because i was i was debating even trying to get a ticket this this coming year because one i'm still a volunteer so i can get in and work and get in that way but i do always like to have at least one day to have a pass to just get in if I can't get a pre-con job to get a free pass. So I always try and grab at least one day pass just because. And even with the returning registration, I always like to just see what kind of pass I can even get because they use a queue system to where you hop in the virtual line and you wait. 
until it's your turn, which some people only wait a few minutes and they get in and get all the days and preview night and preview night is only available if you get all the days. You can't just buy preview night, which preview night for those not aware is you actually get in to the con and it's not open the full day. It's like, like it says preview night. So it's the technically the day before to where you get in and you kind of get a better chance at getting exclusives and things like that, but it's still super busy. It's super packed. So there's still going to be lines for exclusives, everything like that. So, um, I've only gotten into preview night once and that was the first year I volunteered because it was just an actual option for volunteers to just get in. So I got to witness it once. I didn't even get any, uh, exclusives that year for even on preview night because it was just so crazy. Uh, I might've gotten like one, but nothing, nothing, nothing. One of the, not any of the big ones, you know? Uh, but so that was November 18th was the general registration uh, or open registration. Sorry. <laughs> and I only know that cause I took screenshots through the whole process. So it started at 11, 11 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Pacific, since it's in San Diego, throw out the Pacific. Um, so I joined the queue early. It doesn't matter. Like if you join before 11, that's all you have to do. As long as you're in before 11, you're in the queue, you're in line. So it doesn't matter if you get an hour in before or anything like that. It's random from there. So I took some screenshots while I was in line just to kind of let everyone in on really pretty much every year that I'm trying to get a pass and why it's kind of frustrating and annoying <laughs> for one, uh, especially compared to other cons. Um, and that's one of the reasons like I love C2E2. You can just buy your pass and you're good to go. There's no crazy. It's, it's about to sell out first day. It goes on sale kind of thing. Like they do get, they do get pretty close to selling out each year, but still you can get in. So, um, uh, so again, 11 AM central. Okay. So my first screenshot is from, let's see, 11, 15 AM central. And it says expected arrival time on the website more than an hour PST. And it says your estimated wait time is more than an hour. <laughs> so again, some people get in right away. It happens. I still have a feeling it's more like people in California. Like they can, they can see who's in California or not. And I think that gives you a little bit of bonus points to get in because I remember, uh, one year when I was at work and when I was still working in the call center, actually, um, I had the site open so I could make my order and I didn't get any passes, but I knew, two different people that, that knew a couple people that got right through and they were in California. So that might've been fixed since then. I don't know, but I'll just say being in Texas doesn't help <laughs> apparently. Um, so, okay. That was 1115, 1135. The little guy walking the line got a little bit further down. He's about, uh, almost a quarter of the way 
And still, though, expected arrival time on the website, more than an hour. Your estimated wait time is more than an hour. And again, I've already been waiting 35 minutes since the queue opened. At 11.47, it looks like he's about halfway. So making some headway, at least, because there is a little bar where this little guy's like walk in and there's a green bar that's following him. So you can see progress. 11.47, though, expected arrival time on the website, more than an hour. Your estimated wait time is more than an hour. <laughs> so, so again, like it's already been 47 minutes, still nothing. But at 11.52, it updated. It is about halfway at this point, and it says expected arrival time on the website is 10 44 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And again, that makes it 1244. <laughs> Your estimated wait time is 51 minutes. And that's after waiting 52 minutes already. So, yeah. <laughs> it's it, But what's weird is, of course, like the line goes down because people are checking out or just seeing what's available and things like that. Now, let me go back. I forgot to make a quick note so at the 11:47, saturday badges have sold out at that point okay at the 11:52, friday badges have sold out thursday and sunday badges are still available keep that in mind thursday and sunday badges are still available now this is still when i have 51 minutes Next screenshot I took was three minutes later. So at 11.55, my new wait time is 44 minutes. And that's just three-minute difference, even though it was not. So now I'm expected to be there at 10.39 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Wait time is 44 minutes. Still Friday badges sold out. Thursday and Sunday badges are still available. And at noon, so this is an hour being in the queue. At noon, expected arrival time on the website is 10.25 a.m. Pacific Standard. So 12.25 now, your estimated wait time is 24 minutes. At 12.08, it dropped down to where my expected arrival time on the website is 10.12 a.m., your estimated wait time is four minutes now. Okay. Now, so far at this point, still Thursday and Sunday badges are still available. Now, the thing is, you would think at a con every day is going to be about the same. San Diego is different. Thursday and Sundays, for some reason, those are the two days that always are the last to sell. Never fails. Because, of course, the meat of the con is Friday and Saturday. Um, now, for me, I always try and get one of the Thursday or Sundays just because, again, that's usually all that's left by the time I get in. I'm going to completely admit that almost every single year that I try and just buy a pass, it's just those two days that are left by the time I get in. Um, when I tried the... Um, returning registration because i bought a pass last year oh that's another thing if you buy a pass you get in the 
um, that registration to where it's like, well, you were already here last year. So you get a chance before it's open registration to anybody. So that helps a lot as well, but it doesn't. <laughs> Cause again, when I did that one earlier in the year, still only Thursday and, and Sunday were the last two available. I think even, I think last year it got down to where it was just Sunday available, I think. But this year, both times, uh, returning registration and open registration, I got in to where Thursday and Sunday were the last two days available. So at least I had a chance to buy something, right? So I finally got in at, let's see. So at 12.10, I got the notice. Um, expected arrival time on the website, 10, 11 a.m. or 12, 11 a.m. Central. Your estimated wait time is less than a minute. And on this screen, Thursday and Sunday inventory is running low. So by the time I got in and checked out, um, I think I only got, I can't remember which day I bought now. Um, I bought either Thursday or Sunday because I was all that was left. Um, but I made it through checkout at 12, 12 a.m. Central or 10, 12 a.m. Pacific. So an hour and 12 minutes later, I have a pass. Now it is just one day, which is fine because I got in, you know what I mean? So right after, man, I wish I took a screenshot of that, the tweet, but it was literally like, so 12, 12, I think it was 12, 13 or 12, 14. The notification went out saying San Diego comic-con 2024 is sold out. And that's it. Once those are gone, that's it's basically over with for you, but they do do some like do do they do some uh, eBay auctions for passes uh, through that through the actual con. Um, so if you can't get it um, this way, you can go that way. Now sometimes, most of the times, <laughs> it goes for way more than you would have paid if you had just been able to buy the passes. Unfortunately, just because that's how crazy it gets trying to get into San Diego Comic Con. So, yes, I did get to the congratulations screen, and like I said, I think I only got, it was either, I can't remember which day it was, but I only bought one of the days, because um, I'm planning to, if I if I can make it to San Diego this year, or this next year, I'm only going for probably a day, maybe two, because um, it's just way too expensive when you're going on your own, which I still need to do a big episode about con expenses because i think that's kind of interesting i think that'd be a really interesting thing to go over um you know when it comes down to ticket prices hotels um exclusives other things that you can get um photo ops autographs things like that like it adds up really quick now san diego of course they don't really have as many opportunities for photo ops and um autographs um and usually with the autographs it's free you just have to go through and be chosen to get into the autograph session and i have failed every year on that um <laughs> uh, but yeah so it's a little different for san diego comic-con compared to like c2e2 even new york comic-con is closer to c2e2 than san diego because i mean of course new york comic-con is under the umbrella of read pop 
same as C2E2, um, same as Emerald City, I think. I think they're still under Reed Pop. So it's different, but it's I think it's a lot more manageable when you actually had the option to do stuff. So next year may be the year I retire from San Diego Comic-Con again just because it's just so expensive. And it's getting pricier just because, mainly because the hotels know they can charge whatever they want. That's That's the worst part about it. And I mean, it doesn't, it's going to, they're going to do that any, anywhere you go. Um, even Chicago for C2E2, um, some of the hotels will kind of, kind of gouge, but nowhere near like San Diego. Um, like it, it gets insane to where like a normal hotel that you would stay at for, let's just say one thirty a night in San Diego. Okay. one thirty a night, any other time of the year. I mean, <laughs> They, they're going to charge you almost 400 a night during San Diego Comic-Con just because they know they can because people will pay it because they're just desperate to get out there. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty bananas. So if I had like a big group of people to go with and split a hotel with, I probably could still keep going. But when it's just me on my own, I can't keep doing it. <laughs> it breaks the bank. So, yeah, I'm probably going to go one day – and I might even just do the volunteer day, um, get in early, volunteer, get on the floor, and then fly back that same day kind of thing. Like, knock out the hotel fee in general. Um, yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a quick trip next year to say the least, if I can make it. So, yeah. Oh, I got a guest. Sammy, you want to say something? Well, she's a little shy, I think. Well, she rubbed up against it. I think that means it's a good sign, right? <laughs> I'm surprised she's not sleeping right now. Hey. There we go. Maybe you heard that one. <laughs> um, so, yeah. San Diego Comic-Con is a stressful con to get into. And... and Stubby agrees, apparently. Um, but, I mean, it's stressful all around. So, I think if I go next year, it'll be one day. Because, I mean, there's a lot of exclusives I usually want. Sometimes that I don't need. <laughs> I'll, I'll admit it right now. Um, which, yeah, with the whole fire that happened months ago, like that, that really made me reevaluate a lot of uh, collecting um to where yeah like i'm just like yeah i don't i don't need that like it it really made me think of a lot of it and i know san diego's the worst about it because you get that fomo of oh man it's that exclusive from san diego comic-con you gotta have it no you don't like there's some cool stuff and sometimes yeah you do need it or want it at least <laughs> um but a lot of times it just stays in the box or in the box in another box because sometimes you just don't have the room to display it you know what i mean so i have a bunch of exclusives and boxes still um but more than anything i just was like man like i don't need any of this like i even bought a a street fighter figure this year which which is kind of kind of stupid so it so i pre-ordered it 
during San Diego Comic Con, obviously, because it's a con exclusive. And um, it had my old address on it, the one that got taken out. <laughs> and it was coming through FedEx. I finally got a shipping notification um, a couple weeks ago, I think. And I was like, oh, crap. It has the old address. I forgot to change it it was in july <laughs> um forgot to change it whatever and i was just like well you know it's fedex they'll see that it, the building can't accept packages obviously and take it to the office right makes sense no it doesn't apparently to fedex so one day it showed delivered so called the office asked if they had anything for me no, we don't have anything. Perfect. So I drove by the old apartment. Still boarded up. Um, no packages on the door, obviously, or by the door. Um, I checked the tracking either the next day or the day after, and it updates saying there's two packages with the same um, tracking number. I'm like, what? Are, what's going on now? Because uh, the other one still shows delivered, but the other one now shows that it's the same thing and it's coming to Irving. So I was like, okay, so, and it's out for delivery again. I was like, okay, so it's gotta be the same thing. Like there's no way they changed and gave the same tracking number to something else just the day after. Right. So it was, so I was watching it and again, it just said it wasn't delivered. Well, I will say this. I shouldn't have said again because at this time it just said it unable to be delivered or something. I forgot the exact message. Um, but I was like, okay, so it's still out, but how can I get it? And I logged into my FedEx account and went through the process of finally, because I, I didn't think about it, obviously, um, I set a rule for anything going um, to the old address to go to the office because again like why wouldn't you just think that you see a an apartment boarded up and you don't take it to the apartment complex office what is wrong with you <laughs> so i finally put the rule on there and it said it can take 24 hours because um, i did try and say say like hey i'll just come pick it up kind of thing i even tried to go through the chat and it was like nope you can't do that sorry uh which was I, that made no sense to me either so I put the roll on, go to the office. So, but it did say it could take up to 24 hours for it to get updated. So it went back out for delivery again and again, just saying unable to deliver. So I was like, okay, well, it hasn't been 24 hours yet. I'll try to, I'll wait again. And then, um, oh, and actually even the first, the second day, I get I did get a call saying that I had a package at the office, but it ended up being uh something for Michelle that got delivered to a different address altogether from Amazon. Um so I was like, Oh cool and then I found out that it was that I was like, Oh, okay. Um but yeah, so finally I get the call from the office um after one, two the fourth time they tried to deliver it. I get a call from the office saying I had a package. So um Finally, I went and got it, and it was that exclusive. It finally arrived after a headache and a half. But 
Um, I may actually do a re uh, review of it. I haven't opened it fully yet. Like I took it out of the box so I could see it, but it's still wrapped up and shrink wrap and everything like that. Um, cause that's another thing I do want to get into like toy reviews and things like that. So I may do a video review of it soon. Um, maybe towards the end of the month and put it up in January, which obviously is insanely delayed, but whatever. <laughs> uh, but it is a street fighter two figure and that just further proves my point of just getting San Diego exclusives that are not needed. That's the only street fighter figure I own now. The only one. And you know what? It's not even one of the main characters. It's the evil version of one of the main characters. <laughs> it's evil Ryu. Debbie, you got something? Well, I thought she had something to say, but apparently not <laughs> again. Um, but yeah, so it's evil Ryu, uh, but the figure looked awesome. And I was like, okay, yeah, I want that. Um, but that's the only figure I have. I mean, I might have, I think I have a Blanca Funko pop or two cause they did different color variations. And I think one of them is signed by a couple comic book men. Uh, I think Ming and Bry signed it and one of the heads of Funko, I got it like for like six or seven bucks off eBay one day. I don't know why I did it. But that was a while back. <laughs> I don't even know if I still have that now. Um, but yeah, like that's the only figure from Street Fighter I have. I mean, it looked great. Don't get me wrong. Like it looks incredible. And I mean, it could take me down that rabbit hole of getting the others. I kind of doubt it because they're kind of pricey. Uh, but who knows? <laughs> uh, but that I do have it now. I was. I was actually kind of like when I saw that it got delivered that first day, I kind of wrote it off. Like, I mean, that was my fault for not updating the address and who knows what that person did with it. I expected the driver that they just ended up taking it to be honest. Like when I saw it got delivered and the office said they didn't have anything and I didn't see it at the old place. I was just like, well, that driver was like, well, uh, I guess I'm keeping this one. Cause it was like one of those where you can see, well, not, the box itself says what's on it or what's in it. So I was like, yeah, it's gone. It's gone. Uh, but no, it is in my possession and possibly getting a review. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, but yeah, so that was, that was weird. Um, and it was funny too. So that package that Michelle lost was actually a rolling pin. <laughs> and uh, she ended up going and buying another one because uh, she got the refund for the other one. Cause it got delivered to the wrong place. And what I thought was funny about that is she had to fight for a refund after not receiving it. And she had just gotten a package the day before. And of course, you know, Amazon takes pictures of the door, like with the package and everything. And the door, like our door is like a maroon color, I think. And then the, the picture for that rolling pin delivered was at a blue door and like they were fighting her that it was, that it was still delivered. And I was just like, just tell them the door is different colors. Come on. Like we didn't change door colors in a day just to be like, yeah, give me my $9 back or however much it was. <laughs> so yeah, that was so stupid. I can't believe she had to fight like that. <laughs> um, man, but yeah, 
things are going. Um, oh, I had an awesome thing that that came across that I wanted to cover on the episode. Let me pull it up. Um, so you remember, or if you've looked at a comic book, like an older comic, and you see those ads for different things in the back, um, you know, like the uh, glasses that you can see through things and, you know, like the uh, gain muscle and, you know, all that stuff from, you know, like the 60s. Um, so... I found an uh I found an article that was pretty funny and again like I, when I saw it I was like okay I have to save this and I've had this saved since last month sometime because I was just like this has to be brought up <laughs> mail order monkeys and other crazy comic ads so there was this ad, there was an ad for a darling pet monkey This squirrel monkey makes an adorable pet and companion, almost human with its warm eyes. Your family will love it. These young monkeys grow about 12 inches high, eats same food as you, even likes lollipops. Simple to care for and train. Live delivery guaranteed. Only $18.95 Express Collect. Mail check or money order for $18.95 to Animal Farm and an old address in Miami Beach. So for $18.95, you would get a free cage, free leather collar and leash, free toy and instructions included with each monkey, and obviously, loads of fun and amusement. So, yeah. X-ray specs. That's what I was trying to say. Jeez. (laughs) Um, Okay, so the Darling Pet Monkey, okay? $18.95. I should have done the calculations to see how much that would be now, but it's still quite a bit, obviously. Okay, so the article says 15-year-old Jeff Tuthill, Tuthill, Tuthill sent away for the pet monkey after seeing the ad in the back of a Spider-Man comic. It arrived one day in a little cardboard box with a chicken wire screen window. Jeff and a friend snuck it into the basement of his parents' home. He carefully opened the box to give the monkey some water when suddenly the monkey leapt out and shot up to the plumbing pipes in the ceiling. Now, obviously, like they were already worried about having the monkey in the house because they took it straight to the basement to hide it. And it's doing this already. Come on. <laughs> it then started racing around the basement, swinging from the plumbing like he was on vines, chirping loudly. Jeff started chasing the monkey, afraid his father would hear the commotion and managed to grab it by its tail. The monkey landed on his shoulder and started biting him up and down his arm. Quote, like a drill press. Jeff said the monkey was literally, quote, unsewing his arm. How horrific is that? You just want a little monkey, and this is what happens. He was bleeding profusely. The monkey was screaming like a scalded cat. His friend was laughing uncontrollably. Suddenly, his father came stomping down the stairs, looked at Jeff, and yelled, What are you doing with that rabbit? Jeff said, it's not a rabbit, it's a monkey. His father said, a what? That that darling pet monkey cost Jeff 28 stitches. 28 stitches. Like, that's insane. And you know what's crazy too about it is, obviously he wasn't the only 
kid getting one of these, right? Because it was in the back of the comics. Like, that's everyone was seeing them. So, a report from the time stated that more than 173,000, 173,000 squirrel monkeys were imported into the USA from South America between 1968 and 1972, mostly thanks to comic book ads. That's insane. Like that's a lot of those monkeys. And I wonder honestly how many how many of these monkeys attacked the kid or adult or whoever was getting it. Like just like this happened to this kid. Like how many? I mean, maybe not all of them. It might have been you know, a small fraction, but that's still way too many. <laughs> Like, that's crazy. Like, I, I know if I were that kid, I would have been like, man, yeah, I'm getting a monkey. Because I remember when I was a kid, like, I always wanted a monkey. I thought it was just normal to have a monkey, um, which it's not, obviously. I mean, there are people that do have pet monkeys, um, but probably didn't get it from a comic book <laughs> for 1895. Probably way more. Um <laughs> And of course, like this article was talking more about like the x-ray specs. Um, and this article even says like the ad, which would be so unacceptable today, showed an illustration of a man wearing the x-ray specs looking right through a woman's dress. And of course, that's what every kid was wanting them for. Like always. <laughs> Let's see. For the and these were only a dollar compared to eighteen ninety five, of course. Um, here's what they actually got: Plast, black plastic glasses with red hypnotic spirals on the lenses, emblazoned with the words "X-ray vision," which would make it a little difficult to be discreet, which is true. Uh, the lenses were solid cardboard with a hole in the middle, and in this hole was an embedded bird feather. Images seen through the feather refracted the light coming through the holes so it appeared for a millisecond like you were seeing a weird double image and because you wanted to believe it so much you swore you could kind of see through your hand <laughs> um i i had a pair of these not not these exact ones because this this was more like in the 60s and 70s but the ones i had like in the late 80s early 90s didn't have a feather it did have like some sort of like plastic plastic something I, I don't know exactly i'll have to try to find them like find them online or something um but it had like a little plastic piece in that little hole where like the they were talking about the feather being there um because it it was like some sort of like see-through plastic um kind of like cellophane kind of thing probably that's what it was it probably was cellophane now that i say it out loud <laughs> Um, of course the nuclear sub, um, but yeah, so if you see one of the, if you're going through and reading some of your old comics or you're picking up some while you're out at like a thrift store or a comic book shop and you see that ad for the darling little monkey, just keep reminding yourself that it's a good thing you didn't order the monkey because who knows what would have happened. <laughs> but yeah that's just crazy I, I i really couldn't believe that and i had to bring it up um 
I think I've mentioned it before on another episode, but I am on Cameo and I had a recent one from Benjamin and Poopio. <laughs> uh, that was fun to do. He just wanted um an inspirational pep talk for that was 10 seconds or under. And that's on my Cameo if you want to hear it. Um, I got one yesterday while I was actually at AEW collision, um, here in Dallas, I got a request to roast, um, some ninth graders. (laughs) So I want to do that here in the next couple of days. I don't know. Like it's kind of a weird request. I never thought I'd be roasting ninth graders, but here we are 2023 and Oh yeah. Speaking of that. So it is almost 2024. Now, again, I just mentioned that I was at AEW last night. I went to Ring of Honor the night before. Um, thanks to one of my friends, Mary-Kate Anthony, for getting me in for Ring of Honor. Thank you so much. I know you probably won't hear this, but thank you for that. I really appreciate that. And then last night I went to AEW and bought a $20 ticket. <laughs> um, super cheap. I was able to go. Um, had an awesome time. But what really... This is the crazy part because it's it's December 2023, obviously, almost, almost 2024, and I bought brand new Sting and Ric Flair shirts. What What is going on? Now, of course, I will say the Sting one at the top does say a farewell to an icon because he is having his last match next year in North Carolina with AEW because the last match he had with WWE was not good. And I, I definitely know he blames WWE for that. And that's why he went to AEW because he was going to get treated right. So it's still weird though, that buying brand new shirts from both of them. And of course they're both alive still. So it's not just like a dedicated shirt or a dedication shirt or a remembrance shirt. Well, technically the sting one is a remembrance just cause it's a farewell shirt, but the flare one is not. <laughs> it's talking about him being the dirtiest in the game. So, but yeah, it just kind of blew my mind that I was buying these in the towards the end of 2023, almost into 2024. The you know, these two wrestlers that have been here for so long doing this. Now, obviously, Flair had his last match uh I think earlier this year but it wasn't with AEW but he did just join AEW um, and I'm sure he's getting pretty paid pretty well for it too um, or else he wouldn't do it because Flair is all about the money <laughs> uh, I mean if you see all the stuff that he puts his name on out there you'll understand like he just he just put his name on energy drinks for instance so he is all about the money he knows what he's doing <laughs> um, but yeah so which that's still weird. So, okay. So flares in AEW. Charlotte flair is still in WWE. Charlotte's husband and Drade, I think they're married. I think they finally got married. I don't think they got divorced. Didn't they? I don't know. I don't keep up with all that. Um, but anyway, the husband is in AEW. So yeah, it's a weird thing. And I mean, there's even another couple that's, One's in WWE, one's in AEW. Um, man, I'm going to have to have like 
another episode of just wrestling stuff, like wrestling talk. Because I could go on a huge rant about wrestling right now. And I don't want to because I want to save it for an episode. So, yeah, there's going to be a wrestling episode coming soon, too. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll talk wrestling when I drive up to Arkansas. Do it on the road. Yeah, that might be what I do. It might just be a rambling episode, too. But I'll do it on the road with Nate Diggity when I head up to Arkansas for Christmas. And then maybe on the way back, depending on if I want to listen to music or not. <laughs> That's usually what it comes down to anymore. It's like, do I want to listen to music? Or did I remember to pack my mic and everything? Um, that's another thing because of course I do have a lavalier now to where I can actually just drive and not have to hold anything. Um, which that still annoys me that people hold it like it's a little microphone. It's like, no, you're supposed to, it's like a lapel mic, put it on your, on your shirt. so You don't have to hold anything. Um, but I digress. <laughs> um, and that monkey still just throws me way off like when i read that article man like i was just really blown away i mean it makes sense though right like why would yeah right stebby why would a monkey in a tiny little box not just attack you <laughs> you know it's going crazy it doesn't know what just happened where it came from and where it's at my monkeys are crazy anyway. But yeah, to get a, a monkey from a comic book, like, what are you expecting? Like a super trained monkey that's going to go get you a soda or something? No. <laughs> it's not domesticated, I promise. But how's he supposed to know? I don't know. Uh, but anyway, going back to Cameo, Cameo is a lot of fun. I haven't had a whole lot of requests, uh, but the ones I've gotten have been pretty fun. I'm going to roast some ninth graders. Hey, I guess I'm going to roast some ninth graders. <laughs> I only charge a buck too. So, and the reason I did that is just so I figured that the more people just like look for something cheap, just for even just a gag gift for somebody, a buck isn't going to break the bank. And I've gotten some, some from people that I've never that I don't know. So it's not just like, you know, people I know doing it and requesting me. It's random people like this, this, uh, roast. I have no clue who it's from. <laughs> uh, it's for some school, I think in Indiana. And I only know one person in oh, two people, three, well, a few people in Indiana, but it's not these people. I know that. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I thought a dollar would be a good one, like a random thing. So that's the, I think I may have said it before, but I almost went through and just ordered a bunch of really cheap cameos of people trying to pronounce Nate Diggity. Um, <laughs> just because it'd be fun to do. And uh, I might still do that one of these days. Uh, we'll see. But yeah, so it's a good month. I hope you're all having a great end of the year. Um, you know, if it's been a tough year, at least it's almost over. I'll put it that way. Like that's the way I'm feeling about a lot of it. Cause as a lot of, you know, like, yeah, it's been a tough year and I know I'm not alone in that. You know, I'm no, I'm not alone. Um, everybody has their ups and downs and 
2023 seems to have a, a lot of downs, unfortunately. So hopefully 2024, it's going to come up here soon and be an awesome month. I, I have at least one more episode before then. Um, hopefully a couple. I'm going to try and get a, a couple episodes out because I do want to get more out of this year and do a lot more with the pod um, since right now I don't really have anything going on. I'm <laughs> um, just kind of living life right now. So I'm going to do a lot more with the pod. If you have suggestions um, for what you want to see, um, like I said, with even videos, uh, I want to do toy reviews. I want to, I'm probably going to finally do some like toy hunts and things like that. And yeah, I'm just really open um, to different things. So if you have suggestions, let me know. Um, you can find me at Nate Diggity pretty much everywhere. Uh, you can email me at natediggitycares at gmail.com, N-A-T-E-D-I-G-A-D-C-A-R-E-S at gmail.com. Um, of course, if you're liking what you're listening to, you know, please give me a five-star rating if you feel. That'd be awesome. Anywhere that you're listening to it, let people know, leave some feedback on there. That'd be awesome too. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the rest of this year. Um, it's going to end on a good note. I feel, um, it's going to have me saying I'm a lot still, <laughs> but yeah, 2024 is going to be awesome. I have a lot of good plans and I think you're going to enjoy where it's going. Um, if it gets, too crazy there might be a chance that i start a patreon highly doubt it i'm just gonna throw it out there but if if i start doing like a lot of crazy things it's gonna end up being a whole lot i might move over there but right now it's gonna be still just a free podcast and i'll probably post videos on youtube um, and those will be free as well so um not really making looking to make a buck out of it, but I guess if you want to, if I want to make a buck, I can just go with cameo. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. It's going to still be a free pod, everything. So don't worry about that. Not changing that. Cause, and I know like right now too, like you're probably listening to this, like, yeah, you, you record once a month. Why would we pay for that? <laughs> I'm going to ramp that up. Don't you worry. Like King of the Hill is going to be coming back um have that special episode coming up this this week if i can talk michelle into being on it if not i'm gonna do it anyways and yeah there's gonna be a lot more coming up and i think even with the on the roads that's why i'm gonna start doing those and doing toy hunts at the same time um i think that'd be pretty cool so yeah lots coming up i do need to reach out to another artist well not another i might reach out to a couple artists about some shirt designs because i do want to get some shirt designs up uh in january um so if you if you are into that and you want some merch hopefully i'll have that up in january if not at least one design by the end of this year that is my goal that is my goal for this month at least one t-shirt design up by the end of the month and if i do of course i'll let you know where it's at um and i'm hoping to where it's a one of those sites you can get anything not just a t-shirt just anything um yeah so that's it for this episode uh we'll end it with this 
angry Johnny. It was your birthday yesterday and you are the spry young age of anger. <laughs> uh, so stay angry, Johnny. Happy birthday. Um, lots of birthdays I missed. I'm sorry. Um, but that one I had to throw out there just cause I know he's angry about it. Just like everything else. <laughs> uh, so to end this episode, um, I guess I'll just tell you all in honor of Johnny, stay angry. <laughs>